This is Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on AM560, The Answer. Top of the morning, Dan and Amy. Amy had to uh, depart for the final half of the show on a personal matter, but she'll be back Monday, so I'm left to try and tackle Brett Bear all by myself. I'll do my best. Uh, President Trump addressing the assembled D.C. press corps yesterday before making his way down to McAllen, Texas. And uh, you want to play the uh, anecdote game with President Trump? Do you, D.C. press corps? There's human pain on one side, federal employees missing a paycheck and it's not to be discounted that's an uncomfortable position do you have empathy for anybody that uh, is uh, in financial straits right um, but there's a, another source of human pain that the DC press corps is uh, less interested to discuss and that's where the president inter- interceded well you know who has more human pain the parents of people who had children killed by an illegal immigrant that should have never been in the country. You know who has more human pain? The husband that lost the wife or the wife that lost the husband to an illegal immigrant that came in five or six times that shouldn't be here. And uh, one of those individuals who knows all about that human pain, Reggie Singh, he's the brother of fallen Newman, California police officer, Ranil Singh. Uh, and you'll remember Reggie's, um, he was at the press conference after uh, law enforcement in California made an arrest in his brother's murder. Uh, you, you ready for some human pain? Not to be exploitive, but to provide some balance? Reggie on December 28th. I wish I could thank all the law enforcement agencies, Homeland Security in San Francisco, everyone, Bakersfield team. I was waiting for this to happen. I'd like to thank you, working day and night, to make this happen. And Reggie and his brother O'Neill are legal immigrants from Fiji, emigrated to this country legally. Uh, Reggie sat down with uh, Martha McCallum at Fox uh, this week, and he had this to say about uh, the president's position and what he'd like to see done so families like his don't have to endure the pain that he is enduring. If he would have been deported, my brother would be alive right now. I would not be doing this interview. What I truly feel about this is, you know, if we make our immigration law stricter, uh, if we take action and not allow an illegal immigrant to get second chance, I think that, you know, we could minimize the uh, crime rate we are having. For more on this and uh, other issues, we got uh, Beto, the border, press corps, Manafort, Trump, uh, Trump Jr., Cohen. We got a lot to cover, so let's get right to it. We're pleased to be joined again by Brett Baer, the anchor of Special Report, 8, uh, 5 p.m. Chicago time, weekdays, of course, and the book again, Three Days in Moscow, Ronald Reagan and the Fall of the Soviet Empire. Brett, thanks for joining us again. Appreciate it. Good morning. Morning. Um, so, you know, just picking up on uh, the uh, shutdown partial shutdown and plus the border security issue. The president reiterated yesterday that he believes he has the absolute right to declare a national emergency. And if uh, Pelosi and Schumer continue to be unreasonable from his point of view, that he is inclined to do that. Uh, Do you see anything, even what was floated yesterday, the idea of restarting DACA 
as a possibility to get Pelosi and Schumer off the dime to reach some accord, or are we going to uh, the President Trump taking? Uh, we're going to the President taking executive action. Uh, I think it's the latter. Uh, there was hope at the beginning of the week, midweek, that Lindsey Graham was going to be able to cobble together some um, coalition to do some compromise. And, and uh, frankly, Democrats are not moving. They're not moving off of uh, no at all. So uh, I don't think it's going to move, but we'll see. I mean, t- today is the first day that the paychecks have not gone out. So it, the, the whole thing ratchets up about five notches. And um, once you get through the weekend and Monday, you'll be seeing all kinds of different reports about, um, you know, people not getting their paychecks and, you know, what that all means. Um, So the pressure mounts up. I think Democrats wanted to get to this point. This is my thought. And just from informed talking on Capitol Hill to um, people up there, lobbyists, lawmakers, both sides of the aisle. And, um, and they think that this is a, a leverage point for them. I, I also sat in that off the record at the White House with uh, President Trump. And I got the sense that um, he's not moving off this. So either um, somebody comes forward with some piece of compromise legislation and, and he's ready to sign basically anything that gets his border security, you know, stepped up. Yeah. I mean, Matt, Either that I'm sorry. or he's going to do the national uh, emergency. And I think probably the latter as we look at the, the landscape. Yeah, there's a, been a lot of opining about whether, you know, the, the, the politics of this and whether or not this is, uh, you know, politically advantageous for the president. Uh, he eyes 2020 or the Democrats as they eye 2020 and, you know, pouring over the polls. But I thought Matt Gates from um, uh, Florida, Congressman from Florida, said something interesting, just relaying to Lou Dobbs this uh, anecdote of a conversation he apparently had with the president, where the president said to him, according to him, that, look, I'm going to the mat on this, and if I die, I'm going to die with my boots on. And, uh, you know, was that important to to his campaign? I think he understands it. It seems to me that it's that important to his uh, success or failure as a president, at least in his first term. And um, that uh, there is not going to be any, you know, walk away, we'll uh, open the government and continue talking type of, of concession by the president. Yeah. And the crazy part is, is that Democrats have such an opportunity. I mean, they could get so much stuff that they really wanted to get. If there's any president who could get it across the finish line for some comprehensive or at least semi-comprehensive uh, immigration reform bill, this is the one. Right. This is your chance. I mean, if you want DACA, if you want, uh, I don't know, you know, all the kind of technology on the border, if you want um, uh, some change to to the law as far as uh, asylum seekers, uh, to make it easier for some, to make it tougher for others, all of that could be in. This is a guy who, once he signs on to a piece of legislation, can really move numbers as far as uh, 
as far as votes. And yet they haven't even uh, put one counteroffer on the table. What's the feeling uh, at the White House and in the upper reaches of the Republican caucuses on the Hill about uh, the developments this week with Manafort, with uh, the uh, suggestion that Trump Jr. will be subpoenaed and that, of course, yesterday Michael Cohen scheduled to testify uh, before Congress on February 7th. What's uh, what's what's the feeling about uh, the state of play in the collusion investigation? I think the feeling is is that it's it's probably before the end of the month, uh, some something is going to happen. You know, whether it's uh, more indictments, whether it's um, the actual Mueller report. Uh, there's a lot of uh, on both sides of the aisle questioning of. You know, what's the timeline? And we've been dealing with that for several weeks. But it feels like it's coming to a head. Uh, I said it was going to be before February, uh, back in December, and I think it's still that way. Uh, and as far as the other investigations, you know, the House is going to step up. And, and once you start getting these people testifying in public, then you have a president who will react to what's on TV. And uh, um, it won't be good. Right. And, uh, but the, and it, if what you say does come to pass, it makes for, oh, boy, will that be a raucous State of the Union address at the end of the month? Be, exactly. That will not be a pro no, forma State of the Union. No. And just think about the image there. I mean, it's whatever the president is going to say about all of that. And Nancy Pelosi's over his right shoulder. <laughs> Uh, and uh, I also wanted to know if you'll be live streaming your next teeth cleaning. I think uh, our listeners are, <laughs> are interested in that. Uh, we're fascinated by, uh, you know, our betters like Beto O'Rourke uh, and the, the mundanities of their lives. We want to see that Facebook live. We want to see everything they're doing every moment. What, what, what do you make of, of that and what that portends for political coverage in 20? Uh, I, yeah. You know. <laughs> okay. I think that, that about says it all right there. <laughs> I think I, I was talking to people about it uh, last night, and uh, you know, I I think that's jumping the shark. I mean, once you have the thing sucking the saliva out of your mouth as you're <laughs> live doing the Instagram, uh, and you're sharing that that moment, he's already been sharing like cooking um, dinner, you know. Um, so it's it's sort of like the Truman Show, right? And at some totally. point you jump the shark, and people say, um, "Okay, this is enough." I I think that might have been yesterday. I the Twitter response was quite something. Twitter is a dark place. Um, sometimes you look at my Twitter feed; it can be very very dark, but it's also funny. Uh, and once that meme came out of him. Uh, doing that, some guy said, oh, no, I can't believe it, and I really don't want to see Bernie Sanders colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and told, like with uh, virtual reality games now, I mean, you, you could be like the doctor. You really get your hand up in there. Uh, you know, I mean, that could be a real sort of uh, interactive experience. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> Uh, Moon River. <laughs> got using the whole hand, Doc. Uh, all right. Prepare, uh, and, and I mean, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that uh, I picked the right place to uh, sojourn over the holidays. Ah, uh, uh, yes. I, I ran into one Brett Barrett, Naples National, playing the group behind him. And, I mean, uh, Brett, I'll let you tell the story because I know it was life-changing for you. 
tell him about the <laughs> tell him tell him about the drive that I hit with you as my as my witness. I tell you what, he piped a drive right down the middle, and um, what I have to say is that obviously you are not spending a lot of time. Um, you know, behind the microphone because there's there's a lot of practice going on there. That game looks pretty strong. The um, the show ends at nine. I'm out uh, at nine oh one. I tee off about nine forty five. Yeah, you got a good swing, man. We have to play sometime. Yeah, definitely. I know you're a good player. It was fun to see you, and uh, fun as always to have you, Brett Bear. Special report five p.m. Chicago time. The book again. You want to pick up three days in Moscow, Ronald Reagan and the fall of the Soviet Empire. Brett, thanks for joining us. And he joined us on turnkey.pro answer line. Listen to Dan and Amy on your smartphone. Download the AM560 mobile app today at 560theanswer.com slash mobile.